0: The Audioverse Awards are supported on Patreon by listeners like you. Help us achieve our physical trophy goals by donating a dollar or ten dollars. Whatever you would like to give helps. Visit us on the web at patreon.com/slash audioverseawards. That's patreon.com slash audioverseawards. Thank you. Mexican actress Kate Del Castillo narrates the story of twins Soul and Mundo as they embark in a crazy adventure around the country and Latin America trying to uncover the secret life of their dead father Arturo Lucero. It involves lies, encyclopedias, the stripper, and of course, some Russians. I am Sandra Lopez Monsalve, the engineer of Celestial Blood, and this is the first episode of our radio novella. Thank you for listening. The following audio drama is rated PG for pretty good. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts and a couple of swears. Parents should be ready to cover their ears.
1: Now you understand why we're here, Arturo Lucero.
2: Yes, I was a horrible father. I left behind so much strife and difficulty for my children, and I never
1: met you. You know
2: what? How about a recap?
1: (laughs) Oh, I love this part. I mean... If love were a thing I could do... Oh, you know what I mean. Get on with it.
0: Previously on Celestial Blood, the twins, Sol and Mundo, discovered unmailed letters written by their dad, Arturo, to his nine other children.
1: They didn't even know you had other kids.
2: Ah, I'm so sorry
0: ah. Sol and mundo went out in search of their long-lost siblings their brother Uranus.
2: Can't we all just get along
0: Sister Mars oh, leave me alone. Saturn and Neptune we are we're twins
1: you
3: twins you thought you were special. Oh. Sister Luna. Wait, didn't Dad die already? Oh, so, are you from Hollywood?
0: Another sister, Estrella. I am
2: cursed. But girl, I loved you on that reality show. Oh my God.
1: You know I invented reality TV. True. Look it up.
0: And finally, their brother Mercury.
1: Sister Mercury, thank you very much. That's That's
2: only seven.
0: Can I finish?
2: Uh, Please hurry.
0: Mundo and Sol's fiancée, Esteban, have been looking for the assumed dead Mr. X. They need his fake caviar recipe to sell to the Russians because Esteban's even faker caviar recipe sucks. Hey. Seriously? You're more upset about that than the Russians hacking our elections? What about her emails? Jeez. The cops are looking for a missing dead body. A mysterious woman named Margot Helga is also looking for Mr. X. Uranus is convinced that Mundo and Esteban are lovers. And. This
2: is too much. It's all my fault. No, no, no. pobrecito. It's It's not not.
1: all your fault. Really? (laughs) Of course it's your fault.
0: Soldiers walked in on Mundo in Esteban's secret lab. Welcome to the finale of Celestial Blood, a radio novella about love and mystery that crosses borders.
4: what do we have here? Hello, fellas.
1: Esteban, you just closed the door in my sister's face. But she can't
4: be here.
1: But she is. You better think of something. Uh, uh, Think of something and open the door at the same time. What on earth are you two doing? Esteban,
2: why are you wearing an apron with no shirt? I should be asking you the questions. What are you doing here?
1: That's what you thought up? Really?
2: She's here because of me. What's up, Uranus? Uh, Uranus. You tell me, mundo.
4: Seriously, someone tell me. What is this place? Some kind of secret lab or something?
2: <laughs> I thought of something. What? I'm cold. Who wants to go out for cocoa?
3: All right all right, that's enough of iceberg playing for today <laughs> let's let's get you inside before your mother gets mad at us. <laughs>
4: I'm not mad at you, Esteban. I'm just confused. What is this place? Esteban? Mundo? Uranus? It, um, it was supposed to be a
2: surprise. Surprised? Hmm. Saul, I know you wanted to have the wedding reception at the rec center where you were. It's a community center. Oh, oh, oh whatever. I know how important that is to you. And, uh, uh you tell her the rest, Mundo. Uh,
1: and, um, uh, uh, uh... Oh, and the reception's going to be here. And Stevan is going to cook all the food himself. Say what?
2: Mm. Uh, um, um, yeah, that's right. Exactly what Mundo said.
4: And you knew about this too, Uranus? Uh, of course he did. He's our brother. <laughs> that, that's what he brought you here.
2: Right, uh, brother? Sure. I thought you said it was a surprise. Well, you've got to try these recipes at some point, don't you? (laughs) Thanks for looking out, Uranus. Yeah. I'm absolutely looking out for my new sister.
4: Wow. Okay. Well, it doesn't really look like a reception hall, but I guess with some sprucing up... Thank you, guys. What are you cooking? I want to taste everything. Um, I, um, 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 this batch you
2: can actually taste. It's a, uh, 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 a chorizo. I, I know you don't like them, but you know, my family. Yeah, no,
4: no, no. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I'll take some measurements. <laughs> what are you up to over there there better not be any snacking going on before dinner
3: Of course not, honey. Uh,
4: Quick, swallow that before your mom catches us.
3: Chew, 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 chew. Busted! Uh, 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 Sorry, hon. Uh, Just a little bit of the wild berry chocolate that that, that my dad brought us the last time he visited. (laughs) Mm, Just a little. Uh, Promise it won't spoil our appetites. Uh, Not that I have much of one lately.
4: Little Artie, why don't you go wash up for dinner? Jupiter, what's wrong? Corina, uh,
3: Corina. Karina. Karina, Karina. Uh,
4: that's never good.
3: I get it from that, I guess. You
4: haven't told me what's
3: wrong, Jupiter. It's that feeling I get when something's uh, uh, coming.
2: Doing okay, honey?
1: windows! So, Uranus,
2: you really attach yourself to Saul. She can't move without you. She enjoys having a brother around to hang out with. But you wouldn't know about that. You're too busy working on whatever it is you're really doing with this one. It's Esteban. Really? This one? You talk about me getting too close to Saul? Why wouldn't I? She's our sister. You no. Know, She's my sister. Mundo, you're a hypocrite. You and her fiancé are... We're not lovers. It's not what you think. I know you're not. You're not cool enough to be gay.
4: All done. This is such a great surprise. Thanks, honey. Uranus, we should go, yeah? Gotta get to the airport.
2: Okie dokie. After you. I'll do whatever I have to to protect my sister, even if it means you'll never see her again.
4: Here Be Monsters, the podcast about... Weep not for... Father, father, and mother, for I am waiting in glory, glory. for thee. Find Here Be Monsters at KCRW.com slash podcasts.
2: This is Alaska, huh? Well, the airport at least. I can't wait to eat all the salmon and all the crab legs and all that weird ice cream thing they do. Oh, and they got reindeer hot dogs too. And they got You're
4: going to get fat.
2: I've got a CrossFit class I go to back home.
4: Oh. Oh, home. Huh?
2: It may be time. Soul, I love you. But I'm getting pulled into everyone else's life so completely that I'm not paying enough attention to my own life anymore. My life back home. Everyone else's life? Everyone else meaning me. Well, you needed me. True. I'm like your walking, talking calendar reminder. Speaking of which, you did call new brother Jupiter and let him know we're coming to meet him, didn't you?
4: Of course I did! Oh, shit.
2: Margot Helga still not picking up?
1: No, and it's been days. She must be up to something.
2: Or she's in trouble. All that time, we couldn't shake her. Always popping up wherever we were. And now that you're trying to get in touch with her... This (laughs) is all... it's,
1: It's too dangerous. Having Sol show up today? You want out of the business, don't you? I'm saying that maybe you should get out of the business. I, I don't want Sol involved in this mess. If Euron if is really onto us, it's only a matter of time before Sol figures out we're not really corporate
2: finance guys. Well, you saw her earlier. She bought it. Sol was all about taking measurements for window coverings and making seating charts for the reception. She's got wedding blindness. That's a thing? Once the honeymoon is over,
1: she's going to put two and two together. She'll learn the truth about you, about our business, and she'll be crushed. Why put her
2: through that? She's your sister. If you're that concerned, why don't you get out of the fake caviar business? Because
1: I have a debt that's not easy to repay.
4: Whoa. Where do you think you're going, little guy? Stop. Stop. Uh, Stop. Okay, okay. You can go, but just for a little bit. Then it's bedtime. Uh, Sorry, can I help you?
2: Oh, yes. I'm Uranus, and this is my sister, Sol.
4: Uh, yes?
2: Liar, liar, pants on fire, Sol. This woman is not expecting us.
4: I forgot to call, okay? Got all out of my mind with the wedding. <clears throat> Sorry, we are Solon Uranus Lucero. That name mean anything to you? Well, it's my last name.
2: Another trans
4: sister? Uh, it's my husband Jupiter's last name. I-, I took his last name when we got married.
2: Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Uh, um, But can we please not talk about weddings, because this one has... (laughs) We're
4: related to Jupiter, but he doesn't know that. Yet. Because I forgot a call before we came. I'm planning a wedding and I teach Is
2: uh, Jupiter here? We've been traveling all day and Juneau, Alaska is as cold as a witch's tit. Can we just come inside and warm up?
4: I'm afraid I can't let you do that.
2: What is this debt you have? Mundo, if this is bigger than I thought, then you need to let me know.
1: We've got illegal dealings with the Russians over fake caviar. Our supplier is dead. Margot Helga has disappeared from the face of the earth.
2: Every cloud has a velvet lining. What? I, I mean golden lining. Sorry. You mean silver? Uh, silver. Silver. Sorry.
3: Sorry. Corina watches too many thrillers. Jupiter. You get movies all the way up here? Uh, you do know this is a big city, right?
4: Hi, Jupiter. Um, we have a letter from our father, Arturo, for you.
3: Uh, uh, f- thanks. Aren't you going to open it? W- why don't you tell me what it says?
4: <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> I, I would never... Just
2: tell the man what it says, so...
4: Fine. It is something about how much our father loved sharing the stars in the sky with you. You could see them clear up here. It's, it's like, like the universe opens, opens up and, and showers, showers you with sparkles and gems.
2: Like she puts on a show of her majesty just for you. And, and there's there is nobody, nobody else, else in the world, world to see it. it. Just, just you
3: and I, my son. son. Yep. That's from him, all right?
2: Jupiter, you're hard to read. Do you hate him or do you miss him? Yep. I get that. Me too. Uh, a, a little. Uh, okay. Mostly, I just miss him. Apparently, I was the one he spent the most time with. Uh, no offense.
3: It's fine. I, I did have some years. Those nights that we will lay down on the snow to look at the firmament... You
4: didn't
2: get cold?
4: Uh, they used the skin of seals and bears and things like that to cover themselves, Uranus. Uh, actually, no... And no. May I finish?
3: Sorry. Arturo Lucero came to Juno preaching radical ideas about how global warming was not real and how we were a superior race and we had to come back to our true Christian values. No,
2: no, no, and no. That's not the Arturo Lucero from my childhood. Let him finish.
3: Even at that tender age, I had already learned the importance of nature, of Mother Earth, of the natural cycles of our complex universe, of the importance of the unity between nations to combat poverty and the social and racial injustices that plague this world, racism and discrimination. How old were you? Five years and seven months. Wow. wow. Anyway, uh, these are not exactly great memories. Uh, I knew something bad was coming. Uh,
4: oh, oh, you're really going to burn that letter in the chimney?
2: Hey, Dad wasn't that bad, really. If you had gotten to know him better.
4: Wow. Wow.
2: That hurt. That really hurt.
1: Stick him up, yeah. You you gonna rob us now, Margot Helga?
2: Yeah, I was trying to sneak up and surprise you. That horrible perfume you're wearing gives you away. If things go wrong, I'm going to kill you first, Esteban. Not the first time I've heard that one. stop blabbering. How about you start
1: talking, Margot Helga? Mm. For real, what is that perfume? Not now, Esteban. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. It smells like fish sauce. Uh, (sighs) Been cooking a caviar recipe, haven't you? Try the recipe.
1: Did Mister X give you his recipe? Huh? When? He didn't just give it to me.
3: He's been showing me how to cook it.
1: You saw him? See, I told you he wasn't really dead, Mundo. Told you. That's impossible. He's dead. I I know he's dead because because I killed him.
4: What do you want to do when we get back to Queens? you want to go to Jack and Ellie's for breakfast?
2: I'm going home, Saul. I added a leg to my return flight. I'll be back in North Carolina by tomorrow afternoon. But... It's time, sister. You and Mundo need to get some things straightened out. You and Esteban, too. And I want to go home. I miss giving tours at the plantation. So...
3: A slave the world here? There were just immigrants coming here for a
2: better life? Okay, I don't miss giving tours to the racist idiots. But I do miss the regular folks who'd come in wanting a better understanding of our nation's history. And I do miss my home.
4: But I'll miss you.
2: Honey, everybody does. You should talk to Mundo, okay? He seems to have some things weighing on him, and I think that, like me, he needs his sister.
1: Did you just confess
2: to a murder? Oh, no! Please, (laughs) tell me you're not a cop, Margot Helga. She's
1: not a cop, Stevan.
2: How do you know that, Mundo?
3: Because I'd be arresting him right now if I were.
1: Whoever you are, whoever you're cooking with has been lying to you. Okay, he's not...
3: Mr. X? Yeah, he is. I already
1: told you. I am
3: telling you you're wrong. Now, do you want to find him and save your ass from the Russians or not? Please leave your message after the
0: tone.
4: Hey, Mundo. Just landed. Again. Seems like I'm always leaving you the same message. Hey, uh, let's maybe have breakfast together? I'll make you pancakes with the fruit faces. We haven't done that in... It's been a long time. Maybe we can talk. I miss you.
2: I know this place best Chorizo I've ever tasted.
1: How do you know that, Esteban?
2: Soul and I came here on our first date. She wouldn't even taste the chorizo. Told her one day I'd make some for her. Mundo? And don't let Margot Helga kill me. Promise. <laughs>
4: So it's me again. Oh, you're not going to believe this. I finally figured out how to find Pluto. You know how we thought Pluto was our final sibling? That letter, the whole letter Dad wrote to Pluto was a cipher. It's a code. Pluto's a place an address. I'm on my way there now. Um, I,
1: I don't like this, Margot Helga. <laughs>
4: Mundo, I'm almost there. This neighborhood seems so familiar. I'm going to keep leaving you this long-ass message in case something happens, okay?
1: Uh, Mr. X is dead. Margot Helga, if yeah? this is a trap, so help me God, I will...
4: I'm parking now! Hey, hey, I know I know this place. Mundo, it's a restaurant. There's somebody inside. Uh, I'm going in. Aha!
1: Uh-huh. Here he is. turn around, sir. I said, turn around.
2: Hello, son.
1: Dad? This is impossible. I killed you. <gasps> Mundo! You killed our dad? Well, well, well. well, well. Isn't this a
2: Oh, uh... How is this possible? You two don't know about me? Margot Helga, I thought you were going to tell them.
3: Yeah, but come on. It's so
4: much more fun to watch him squirm. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what? Mundo, what's going on?
2: Twins run in our family, soul dear. I'm sorry to have to frighten you. I'm,
4: uh... Uncle Martin.
2: Call me Marty. What the hell? Your father, my brother Artie... Protected my identity all these years. So, you knew?
4: How how did you... I saw an old photograph when I was four or five. The two of them together. Dad told me that he hadn't seen Uncle Martin in a long time. That he'd gone into some trouble and that he'd be our secret to keep. Over the years, I honestly didn't know if it was a memory or if I'd imagined the whole thing.
1: And and secret Uncle Martin just happens to pop up now? All these years later,
2: he- I've actually been trying to contact you, Mundo. You're the mysterious voice always calling and leaving us clues about the. about the you know what? Esteban,
4: I think it's about time you told me about everything.
0: So listen to Esteban explain about the caviar, the Russian Mafia, and Mr. X.
1: And you didn't know that the man you... I didn't know that Mr. X was our father. Not until after I killed him.
2: Would you stop saying that? Yeah, it's still too soon, huh? No. I mean, you didn't kill my brother. He died from poisoning. Because I got
1: the recipe wrong and you killed him. I know that!
2: No, you're wrong. The poison that killed my brother was a slow-acting toxin. It was in his body before he saw you that night.
4: So I didn't... No. (sighs) Mundo, you've been carrying around all this guilt? Why didn't you talk to me? Uh, I was ashamed of what I've become. I'm... (laughs) But you can talk to me. I'm your sister. So,
0: Marty, as the new head of the family, wrote letters to all his nieces and nephews to see who wanted to join him in the Lucero fake caviar business.
2: Hell yeah.
3: Sure. Much better than encyclopedias. Um, and can we also make a movie about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. We are all for family tradition.
4: Hmm. Very sexy. Yes.
3: But can we also do something for my little llamas? Uh, 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 Okay. Uh, But how about global warming? Uh, And the Russians? Good question.
0: Mari and Margot Helga are still dealing with the Russians. In the meantime, Esteban and Sol... Put the wedding on hold until they could sort some things out. Ah, uh, no, no, they're good, they're good. They just need time. And the twins, Sol and Mundo.
2: They're going to be all right, right? Tell me my children will be all right. Damn it. Damn it. What? What's that sound? It was actually pleasant. No!
0: And because Arturo Lucero showed so much genuine concern for Sol and Mundo, he's getting a second chance.
2: I'm going to heaven?
0: Um, not exactly. When you look into the night sky, up at the stars, look for the one that looks like it doesn't quite belong there. The one that's tinged with a warm, reddish glow. The glow of celestial blood.
2: Ah, it feels so much better to be here with the celestial bodies that I love so much. And now that Satan is off my back, I can focus on the evil woman who deserves to be in hell. The one who poisoned me for real. Yes, I know who you are.
0: Is Celestial Blood, a radio novella about love and mystery that crosses borders. Produced and directed by Giseli Regatao in New York, in partnership with KCRW Public Radio in Los Angeles. Mariana Carreño King created the story and wrote it with Inda Craig Alban. Mixed and sound designed by Sandra Lopez Monsalve. Recorded At CDM Studios in New York Our theme music and score is by Mark Phillips and Ryan Seaton
2: Jose Antonio Melian Arturo
4: Esteban
2: Uranus And Marty
4: Jacqueline Guillen Sol Saturn Estrella And Corina
1: Resta Salazar Mundo Mercury uh, Jupiter Neptune And Satan
3: Adriana Sananes, Luna, Mars,
1: Margo Helga, and ah,
3: little Artie.
0: And I am Kate El Castillo, the narrator. If you enjoyed Celestial Blood, share it with your friends and family. There is also a version in Spanish, Sangre Celestial. Gracias, amigos.